Welcome to Twist for the week of March 14th. This is Sarah McGann from KPMG's Washington National Tax State and Local Tax Practice. First up today, legislation is pending signature in Idaho that would adopt single sales factor apportionment and market-based sourcing for receipts from sales other than sales of tangible personal property. The legislation, House Bill 563, would also revise certain definitions in the apportionment statute and clarify the provisions around the use of an alternative apportionment formula. In New Mexico, legislation was signed into law that reduces the state's gross receipts tax rate from 5.125% to 5% on July 1, 2022. The bill provides for a further gross receipts tax rate reduction on July 1, 2023, but then provides for the rate to go up in the future if the gross receipts tax fails to generate sufficient revenue. Another recently enacted bill allows pass-through entities to elect to pay tax at the entity level. The election is available for tax years beginning on or after January 1, 2022. In other news, the New York Supreme Court Appellate Division has unanimously affirmed a tax appeals tribunal decision holding that a corporate owner of a disregarded single-member LLC that was an SEC-registered broker-dealer could not source receipts that were derived outside of that single-member LLC broker-dealer using the state's broker-dealer customer sourcing rules. In other words, on the overall corporate return, the corporate owner's receipts could not be sourced using the broker-dealer rules because the corporate owner legal entity was not itself a registered securities broker-dealer. Unless the taxpayer seeks an appeal to New York's highest court, this decision constitutes binding precedent for the pre-2015 corporate tax, as well as for the post-2015 tax years. The case is equally binding precedent for the New York City UBT, as well as the city tax on S corporations, both of which contain the same broker-dealer sourcing rules. Finally, two states, New Jersey and Pennsylvania, recently issued guidance on the federal employee retention credit. Under federal law, taxpayers cannot deduct wages that are the basis of the credit. Both states confirmed that corporate taxpayers are not allowed state deductions for disallowed federal wage expenses. Thank you for listening to Twist this week and stay well.